This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, November 26, 2018. Make sure you're following the show's social media media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. You can also subscribe and listen to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting app. Today we have a very special guest. Farah Estrella is an award-winning Latina plus-size fashion, beauty, and lifestyle blogger. A native of the Dominican Republic, she previously wrote for Examiner.com and made her blogging debut on the Estrella Fashion Report in 2012. She has been featured in fashion segments for CNN Latino Tampa, Telemundo Tampa, and Myra TV. Farrah modeled for Ashley Stewart's fall 2016 campaign for extended sizes, showcasing top plus-size bloggers and his work with major brands such as Lane Bryant, Avenue, and Catherine's. Named Blogger of the Year in 2015 by the Fashion Movement in Tampa and Blogger of the Year again in 2016 by Full Figure Fashion Week, she offers a unique voice in the industry. Let's welcome Farrah to the show. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for, for having me on your show. I appreciate it. I'm excited to talk to you. Now, I didn't know this, but you started the career at your career as a model. Now, tell us how you got started in the industry that way. Um, yeah, actually, I was uh, a straight-size model when I was uh, living in the Dominican Republic. Um, so I started modeling as a young young teenager, like maybe I was eight or nine um, so, like, I was 14 or 15. Um, then I didn't move to the United States until I was 17. And I kind of put that on the back, you know, the back burner. I just kind of, um, I did a few things once I moved to the United States, like the work for JCPenney, and I did a few um, a few jobs here and there. But I didn't really pursue it, um, and I just kind of put that in the back burner until, you know, fast forward, until I started, you know, um, decided, like, you know what, I want to go back into fashion, but I didn't want to model. Um, I honestly didn't even know that there was a whole plus-size modeling industry um, at that point. Uh, I was already plus-size, so um, I just started the blogging thing until I discovered, you know, full-figure fashion week. So you started, before you started blogging, you were writing for the examiner. Now, when did you discover that you enjoyed writing and what type of things did you write for the examiner? I've always been a a writer. I always had like, uh, you know, my own journals and things like that. So I always loved to write. Um, I always had a goal. Like I always said when I was little, I always want to write a book, but I never really um, like did it, you know, for anybody to read my stuff. (laughs) So um, I, when I, when I decided, you know, I wanted to go back into the fashion industry, I didn't know exactly where I fit in. I was like, well, um, you know, I heard about this blogging thing and I was like, you know, you can write and you can, you know, write about fashion, which is two things that I really enjoy. So um, I got that opportunity to write for Examiner, which is like an online 
online um, sort of newspaper type thing. And so I was mm-hmm. uh, their local Tampa examiner, and I was doing um, just covering fashion events, um, uh, just writing about anything fashion-related that was local to Tampa, but I could also write about anything that I basically wanted. Um, so that kind of got me started, um, and then I decided to open my own blog. So you mentioned that earlier in your career when you started modeling, you were straight size. Now, when you transitioned from straight size to plus size, did you have a difficult time with your body image? Um, I think so. You know, especially in the Latin community, we are still not, um, even though Latinas are very curvy, we're still not very accepted as you know, plus size women. It's not like an acceptable thing. You know, everybody wants to tell you, oh, you're not healthy. You need to lose weight. You know, it's like, you know, like you don't want to accept the person for who they are. Even though our grandmas, our aunties, our cousins, everybody's plus size. Right. Um, but um, so, yeah, it's a, you know, it's it's a little bit of a taboo, I guess. But again, things are changing. Um, but I've always accepted my body. One of the things that I I can relate to everyone, which is kind of what I love about blogging is that I've been every size. Like I've been, I'm a size 24 now. So I've been from a size two all the way to a size 24. So I've been every size and I feel like I I can relate to every woman just because of that. Right. So when you started your blog and started writing about plus size fashion and into the plus size community, was it also a way to help you become comfortable in your new plus size body as well, being around supportive people um, and supportive events? Yes, it was. And actually when I started writing what my blog is not specifically about plus size fashion, it's about fashion in general. I do write okay. a, a lot about plus size fashion because obviously I'm a plus size woman. But when I first started, I wasn't really writing about plus size fashion because I didn't know anything about plus size fashion at all. Um, I was just writing about things that I liked, that I enjoyed, you know, shoes and, you know, handbags or jewelry, you know, um, just different things in fashion industry. Um, but I had a friend who um, told me about Full Figure Fashion Week in New York, and I was like, what is that? What is Full Figure Fashion Week? And uh, she's like, oh, you're going to love it. It's about plus and fashion. I'm like, what? So I went with her to New York. I didn't know what to expect, and um, I was blown away the first year that I went. I was that was maybe six years ago. I was blown away by the whole experience, and I was like, "Oh my God!" That's when I discovered that there was a whole plus size industry, um, you know, to be to be you know written about. And I was like, "Oh my God!" I I have so much to to tap into. So I learned a lot about the industry. I met a lot of models designers, and then that's when I started adding the plus size uh, fashion into my blog, incorporating it. And yes, it did help me also with my own uh, image. I mean, it's been six years now since I started that, and it's been amazing. So some people feel you have to live in New York or L.A. to be relevant in the industry. Now, how are you able to launch your brand successfully living in Florida? You know, that's a very, that's a big misconception. I think that, um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you have to be in New York, uh, like you said, or L.A. or, you know, or a big city. And that's not true. You know, you, I, I, I work from Florida, I live in Tampa, and I don't plan to move. <laughs> I mean, I work with all these brands, and I 
I work from here. You know, I make it work. I try to, um, of course, I, I travel to New York if I have to. And one of the reasons is, you know, if a brand wants to work with you, they will fly you in. They will fly you to New York, you know, put you up in a hotel and if they want to really work with you. And, you know, you can also work remotely from where you at. Um, so I basically try to cultivate my local um, my local fashion industry here in my city, and then I was like, you know what, I kind of conquer my local city, then let me move on to, you know, Miami, and then trying to span to other cities, but um, you can be wherever you are, trust me, it doesn't matter where you are, if brand wants to work with you, they will work with you. And what about um, attending events to network? Because if you travel everywhere, that can be very expensive, so how do you navigate where you choose to to participate um it can be it, it really can be but it's a wonderful experience like i would definitely encourage anybody to go to events conferences um you know especially in the plus industry there are so many events um like in atlanta the curvy fashionista style expo full figure fashion week CurvyCon, all these things they're amazing it's worth your it's worth the money because you're investing in your brand and um, you are connecting with, um, you know, the brands that are in your industry, with influencers uh, and and the people that work in your industry. So um, it can be costly, but you can, you know, you can choose, um, pick and choose where you go. And maybe one year you go to an event and the following year you go to another. But it's definitely um, a big investment, but it's worth it. It has been worth it for me as well. One of the things that make your your blog stand out is that you not only blog about plus size fashion, but mainstream fashion, as you mentioned as well. And I guess it makes sense since you used to model for straight size designers. Um, do you find that some of your plus sized readers sometimes don't understand how you're a fashion blog for all sizes and you like all types of fashion? Because sometimes the plus size readers don't like the thin models posted. <laughs> I understand that. But you know, I've been really lucky. Everybody has been really respectful, at least everybody that has followed me. Um and I obviously you get every once in a while you get someone who said, Oh, she's so skinny, don't put that in there. I'm like, No, we don't do that here <laughs> But um I I've been very blessed and um I, I I feel like fashion is inclusive, you know, fashion is for everybody. And I guess because of my experience having been every size and having friends of all different sizes, like not all my friends are plus size, you know, not all my friends are skinny. So I want everybody to be included. And, you know, one of the things that as plus size women we always talk about is like, oh, they don't include us in Vogue or they don't include us in L and they don't include us here. Well, we don't include them either. <laughs> so, I mean, and I understand that they're, they are – you know, we do need uh, that niche. You know, it's necessary because we need that hub. We need for, for you know, for us to be able to go to a certain place and find things that are all about us. And I get that. But, you know, there are other blogs that are uh, dedicated to that, you know. So mine is more inclusive. I feel like, um, you know, fashion needs to be more inclusive. And, you know, and uh, I, I, I enjoy that. You know, I enjoy all types of fashion. I, I love seeing beautiful women, whether they're skinny, they're bigger, they're plus. I, I don't mind. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not judging them. Like, oh, you're too skinny or you're too fat or you this or you're too curvy or you're too that. I, that's not me. I, if I see something beautiful, it's beautiful. Whether you are size two or you are size 24, you are size 30. Like, I, to me, if it's beautiful, you're going to be on my blog because I want to share when everybody else to see it. 
Right, right. Now, you've mentioned how attending Full Figure Fashion Week was very instrumental in introducing you to the PLUS community and and moving your career forward in the PLUS industry. And in 2016, you won Blogger of the Year at Full Figure Fashion Week after blogging for only four years. So were you shocked when you got that honor? I was. You know, I was really surprised, but um, I was totally honored and um you know I feel like you know my hard work really paid off I worked really hard to uh just not only you know write about plus size fashion but also to include you know other um, other in designers other influencers and try to cover events and do them justice you know that's one of the things I love about attending full figure fashion week is to just be able to share the whole experience with everybody and um, for everybody to see it through my eyes um full figure fashion week has been instrumental to my career. I will always be grateful to Gwen DeVoe and Sharon Quinn and everyone in their team who um, created this amazing event and to give us a voice and an opportunity. I mean, I was incredibly humbled by it and um, just really, really appreciative. So you've been able to, um, you know, build a great brand in Florida as a plus-size blogger Do you feel the plus industry is putting too much focus on social media followers? And do you feel pressure to have more followers? Well, you know, I've been I've been really lucky that, you know, I don't have a ton of followers. <laughs> I have I think what uh fourteen thousand followers maybe on Instagram. But it's been organic, you know, it's been it's been something that I never had to buy followers. I will never do that. Um and I understand for brands, you know, it's important for them to work with influencers who have a large following. Um, but to me, I'd rather have a smaller following, more dedicated following, and know that everyone is, is paying attention to me and, and, you know, looking to what I'm doing than to have a large following that nobody nobody knows me. Or in the case where I've seen where um, some girls have, okay, let's say they have 100,000 followers, but 90% of them are men. They're only there to look mm-hmm. at them or what they're wearing and things like that. And so when you work with a brand, you know, how is that beneficial to a brand? You know, are, are these men going to buy for their wives? I mean, what are the chances of that going to happen? I mean, are they there to, because they're really interested in the fashion and it's going to move forward, you know, it's going to help or benefit your brand or their brand. Like, you know, so it's very tricky. You know, this social media thing is very tricky, but I'm not really focusing on that. I'm just kind of doing my thing. I'm just being me and just kind of, trying to take my blog to the next level obviously that's important you know I'm not going to say that it's not um it really is but it's more about connections it's more about um you know what you the connection that you have with your followers and really you know how many followers you have because honestly I work with all the bigger plus size brands just like you know with my little 14,000 followers and uh (laughs) you know I've seen other bloggers that have 500,000 and we both work with the same brand. So, um, you know, obviously in different capacities. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. I feel like it's just about your brand also, you know, that's important. You know, would this brand want to work with you, you know? So are you putting uh, good content out there that they want to work with you, regardless if you have two followers and, you know, somebody else has 500, you know? 
And putting yourself on social media with your fashions and your lifestyle, do you feel that um, bullying happens on social media? Have you experienced any bullying or negative uh, experience with the social media? I have. Obviously, I feel like everybody at some point has experienced that, not as much as other people, Um I didn't intentionally, like, originally wanted to put myself out there with the outfits and things like that. I just kind of, that just kind of evolved. <laughs> you know, my blog is more about fashion news, and I want to share with everybody what's happening, you know, new designers, what's happening here, new events, things like that. Um, and then it just kind of, the whole outfit thing just kind of came out of, you know, people asking me, well, what are you wearing? Well, you wear this place, and, you know, I like that dress that you were wearing. So I was like, okay, well, let me just make it a whole post so that everybody can just read it. So once you start putting yourself out there, obviously you find that there's so many negative people, you know, and bullying, and they want to tell you, you know, that you're too fat. Like, we don't know that we're fat. Like, we don't see each other. We didn't see ourselves in the mirror every day. Or, you know, they want to insult you and things like that. And at first, you know, it's kind of hurtful a little bit, but then it's like, okay, you kind of get cured, and you're like, okay, I'm moving on. You're miserable with your life, and it just seems like a lot of people are miserable to see or unhappy to see fat women being happy and being themselves. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with us taking care of ourselves and looking pretty and wanting to look good. And um, one of the things that I've always said to my friends is, you know, regardless if you what size you are, you know, I can I can decide to lose weight and, you know, uh, go down to a size, I don't know, like I will never be go a size two, but, you know, maybe a size eight or ten tomorrow and still mm-hmm. be as happy as I am today in a size 24. So, um, you know, it's about, you know, it's about taking care of yourself and taking pride in how you look. You know, if we were plus size and then we're looking frumpy, then people will still be talking about, oh, you're looking frumpy or you're looking bad or you're right, looking so right. It's, you can never win. <laughs> so either way, you know, just make yourself happy. And, you know, I, I don't worry about the, the bullies. I don't allow that on my blog anyway. The moment that, you know, I see somebody trying to bully or trying to, you know, speak ill about somebody, I will just block them because I don't, I don't, I don't play with that. <laughs> Good. And you have modeled for Ashley Stewart. So you were in the Ashley Stewart Fall 26 campaign for extended sizes. Now tell us how that experience was. Oh, that was so great. Uh, I want to thank uh, Madeline Jones, the uh, uh, editor of Plus Model Magazine, for that. She kind of uh, organized the whole shoot, invited us, uh, me and uh, a few other bloggers, uh to participate and that was really exciting you know I haven't really like modeled <laughs> like plus size fashion or anything so I was really excited I love fashion stories they have really cool trendy clothes and it was a great experience to be on set and getting pampered and getting my makeup done and hair it was just really exciting and the campaign was specifically to um, promote the extended sizes for Ashley Stewart do you think there is size discrimination within the plus industry and there needs to be more diversity 
Um, I feel like there is, you know, and one of the things that I love about that campaign is obviously Ashley Stewart carries up to a size 32. Um, you know, most uh, plus size models that you see online or in catalogs and things like that are like either size 14, size 16. Um, but, you know, they do sell up to a size 32, not specifically them, but, you know, a lot of brands do. Mm-hmm. And then all the models are usually in the lower end of the plus industry, you know. So that was kind of great about that campaign because we were all different sizes. You know, I was a size 24. And so, you know, if you cater to a bigger size, why not have, you know, bigger uh, size models so that people can see uh, what the clothes look like? And I feel like that's kind of the gap that that bloggers are feeling in the industry. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why bloggers, plus bloggers have made such a big difference in the industry um, because we are showcasing um, the clothing in our bigger bodies, you know, something that right. brands are not doing or a lot of brands are not doing, not specifically, I should say, but a lot of brands are not doing. And so when they, uh, you know, when the consumer sees the clothes on us, they're like, okay, well, um, you know, if it looks good on Farah, who's a size 24 and I'm a size 32, I I think I can rock that or you know if I'm a close to her size um then you know I know that it's going to look good on me and I speak that for myself because I follow all the bloggers um you know when I see that and I'm like okay great if it looks good on her and she's bigger than me or she's smaller than a little bit smaller than me I know it's going to look good on me so um going back to your question yes I do believe that there is some type of discrimination um just because I, I feel like the brands feel maybe a little pressure um, as to not, you know, you know, use bigger bodies for their campaigns, which is which is wrong. But um, I feel like they will be very successful if they do. Um, but you know, I, it's hard to say, you know, why they would why they don't do it. Do you think there's also size discrimination within the blogging world? Do you think the smaller plus size bloggers get more opportunities and campaigns? Not necessarily, no. I feel like uh, it's pretty it's pretty even uh, when it comes to, you know, working with brands. I feel like the process brands in that sense, when it comes to bloggers, are pretty fair. They work with everyone regardless of their size. Uh, um, it's just a matter of aesthetic, you know, whether it fits their brand or not, you know. Like mm-hmm. uh, they wouldn't, you know, like there are certain, certain uh Companies had approached me, and I'm like, you know what? No, I I can't. I have to deny you. Like, I can't really work with you because that's not really my aesthetic. It's not something that I would do. You know, I'm not gonna wear a mini mini shirt, mini skirt, or bodycon dresses all over the place. Like, that's not my style. <laughs> you know. So right. even though you know, just like I wouldn't choose to work with that brand, there are certain brands that wouldn't choose to work with maybe a certain blogger. And it has nothing to do with the size. It has to do, I feel, in my opinion, with the aesthetic. Does this fit? the brand you know it's just something that they would you know just like i'm sure there's a lot of brands that wouldn't want to work with me they're like you know what no that's not she's too conservative you know we don't like the way she looks or whatever you know so it's it's uh you know i feel like that's how how it is but um but i don't know i mean i could be wrong i haven't experienced this so i'm just speaking from my experience you know maybe other people have but i haven't really experienced that what advice would you give to someone trying to break into the industry but don't really feel supported Hmm, interesting. Well, I mean, in what way wouldn't they feel supported? Because, I mean, you do have to reach out and support also, you know, other people. Right. Um, you have to make yourself available. You have to also attend events. Uh, you have to share other people's stuff. Like, 
I mean, I don't know in what way they wouldn't feel supported, but I mean, it's it's a mutual thing. So you have to, you know, in order for people to support you, you have to have to support them. So, um, but you also have to uh, have something, uh, have to have a unique voice. You know, you have to have something unique that you're bringing to the table. You don't want to be like everybody else or do what everybody else is doing. So what makes you stand out, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I feel like everybody will pay attention to what you're doing once you're doing something different, you know, not like what everybody else is doing. And it's important. I want to reiterate what you just said. You have to support people in order to get support. Sometimes it works two ways because some people never support anybody, never, you know, share anything, never comment on anything, but just want all the support for their projects. Absolutely. And, you know, that's another thing, you know, uh, and attending events and, you know, things like that. That's also important, you know, and I understand events are expensive, you know, like, but I speak for myself, like this year, I was not able to go to any events at all. But, um, you know, but I supported them for the past seven or eight years, you know, I've been to every event that I could. So, you know, one year I'm not able to go. I hope, you know, I don't get penalized for that or blackballed because I was not able to go to certain events or things like that. But, uh, you know, but you do have online support. Um, You know, you, you can still share other people's stuff. You can still comment on their stuff, like their stuff. Um, you know, congratulate them, even if not publicly, but also privately reach out to them and be like, yo, I'm I'm proud of you. Or, you know, we never know what other people are going through. Sometimes, you know, people are going through ups and downs in their own lives. So it's hard to judge and it's hard to say, you know, oh, this person never supports me without you, you know, reaching out and say, are you okay? What's going on? You know, I haven't heard from you in a while. So, you know, it's also, you know, it's also, I don't judge anybody because I don't know what anybody is going through, you know. Um, right. I if, you know, so it's it's hard to say. But are you right about that? Uh, support is is very is very crucial. Yeah. So do you? Um, well, I don't know if you've done this before. Have you used your blog to be a media sponsor for events? Because a lot of bloggers they only post outfit posts, but you actually write, and you can write about events, cover events, write about campaigns. So is that something that you've done? Are you interested in doing media sponsorship for people? Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. You know, I've I've done it uh, a few times, actually, uh, and I've been asked as well. It's just that it hasn't kind of worked out where I'm able to travel to the event um, but I, I have done that. I don't mind. I love covering events. That's one of my favorite things ever. Um, only because that's how kind of I got started, you know, with Examiner, and I opened so many doors for me. Like, you know, they were giving me press passes to go to all these different fashion events, and I love it. Um, so I I love attending events not only because I like the live experience, but I also love meeting people, talking to people, like I'm a very people person, so I love being in person, shaking hands, and I feel like having that personal personal connection is more important to me because I can relate to you later on, you know, it's it's, it's nice when you comment on someone that you don't know, like some, influ- some influencer that you saw online and you really like, but when you actually meet them and you shake their hands and make that connection, it's a lot easier to follow them and, you know, you'll feel more connected to them, so that, that's that's why I love attending events. I love doing that. And it's certainly something that I would love to do more in 2019. So if somebody is interested in having you as a media sponsor for their event or has a project and would love for you to write about it and cover it, um, how can they reach out to you? 
Oh, yeah, they can send me email me. I have all my information uh, on my website. I don't know if, um, you know, I'm able to say it here or not, but, um, yeah, they can send me email me. It's reaffashionreport at gmail.com. That's my email. So they can also reach out to me. I'm I'm very good at answering messages, messenger, Instagram, and then we take it from there. We can take it to the email. So you can be like, hey, I got this event. Um, you know, send me a message. I'm like, yo, okay, email me here, and you know, we'll take it from there. So I'm very good about that. You can, you know, anybody could reach out to me, and you know, if I can do it, I'll do it, and if I can, I can, you know. So, um, but definitely reach out to me, and you know, and it's something that, I, you know, also has to fit my brand. You know, it's also that right. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna support every single event, but yeah, reach out to me, let me know, and. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll look at it and see, you know, because like I said, I'm, I'm not going to support someone just because it has to be something that I, that comes from my heart, you know, it has to be something that I love, that I love, and that it also fits my brand, you know, so that it's not off and people are like, whoa, why is this person going to, you know, this weird type of event? Like, okay, that's not like her. So it's got, like I said, it's got something that fits my brand and that I'm passionate about. If I'm not passionate about it, I, I can't do it. So what is the ultimate goal with your career and your brand? And, you know, it changes so much. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> like, since I started, like, when I first started, you know, my goal was to cover events and maybe have a magazine. And, you know, obviously magazines are going down now, so that's definitely not a goal anymore. But um, just to grow, I really love what I do. I enjoy what I do. I just want to be able to continue to do it full-time as a job um, and just continue to, you know, encourage women to take care of themselves, look beautiful, uh, be positive, and, you know, no matter what size they are, just continue to, you know, just continue to be themselves and not, you know, wait until they lose weight to live their lives because that's not right, you know. We all have to look beautiful. We are doctors and nurses and lawyers and we all have to look good you know wherever we go um and everybody every the everyday woman you know we have to look great so um I just want to encourage everybody to be positive and live their lives you know and not let weight you know hold them back and be like no I can't do this because I'm too big or no I can't do that like no I don't want I don't want them to think that way so if my blog encourages them to to pursue you know their passion and be positive and feel good about themselves then that's that's really one of my goals right now so do you have anything else happening that we can be out on the lookout for or anything else we should know that's coming up <laughs> Well, you know, 2019 is going to be really interesting. I really want to collaborate with uh, a lot of bloggers. I want to do more, um, you know, um, blogger collaborations because I feel like uh, I want to introduce a lot of people to my local area here in Tampa. Like a lot of people uh, tell me, oh, who are these, you know, who who do you follow? Who are these other bloggers? Like they may be known in New York and California, but maybe a lot of people here in Tampa don't know. And also in the Latin community, you know, there mm-hmm. are a lot of, there are a lot of we still there's still a lot of people that don't know who they are or you know what the Kirby Fashionista is about or the Expo or Full Figure Fashion Week or so I want to introduce all of my Latinas to these uh, to all of these amazing events all of these amazing bloggers and influencers so I definitely want to do more interviews and uh, more collaborations uh, for 2019. 
And, um, yeah, I'm hosting events also. I have a few events already lined up for 2019 that I want to be hosting, which I love. Like I said, I like to be, um, you know, meet people uh, where they are, which is great. So I'm collaborating with a few brands and hosting some events. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, and you know what? I really have stepped up my outfits and uh, my photography. I'm working with a great photographer locally here in Tampa, and we're doing some great projects for 2019. So, yeah, just stay tuned. I got a lot of things, a lot of ideas coming up. <laughs> well, that's exciting. So tell us your official website and social media pages so we can keep up with everything you have going on. Yeah, definitely follow me at uh, www.estrellafashionreport.com. Estrella is E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A, fashionreport.com. And then you can follow me on Instagram, Estrella Fashion Report, and on Twitter, Estrella F Report. Okay, so I was pronouncing it uh, wrong. It's not Estrella, it's Ya at the end. (laughs) Yeah, it's a Spanish. Yeah, it's a Spanish name. Estrella means star in Spanish, and that's my last name, Estrella. Got it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Continued success with everything you have going on. And uh, I got to get out to Florida soon to see what you're doing out there. Yes, definitely. You're more than welcome to. I love hosting you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. And all the rest to you. Congratulations on the number one podcast uh, for plus-size women in plus-size fashion. I'm really uh, happy for you, and congratulations on everything. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you to my guest today, Farah. I've been your host, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.